Welcome to the Faith Lift Radio Podcast, where doubt is destroyed and your faith is lifted. Here's today's message from Dr. Glenn. If you have your Bible today, I want you please to open your Bible. I need your attention. I don't want people moving around. I need your attention right now for the next 30, 40 minutes together. Uh, 40, 45 minutes, I want you to listen to the word of the living God today. Let's bow our head and let's pray. Let's ask God today to help us to understand his word. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for the word. Spirit of God, I'm asking you today that you will convict the people. Lord, that you, the word will convict the people in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We thank you, our Father, that you are blessed. We thank you, oh God, oh God, speak to our hearts today. Speak to the lives of these people and anybody watching online today in Jesus' name. If you have your Bible today, open your Bible with me to the book of 1 Thessalonians chapter 4. 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, we're going to read from verse 13. 1 Thessalonians chapter 4 and verse 13. I want you please today to listen to this message, very uh, important, very important message. Paul says, but I would not have you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning them which are asleep, to sorrow not. Amen. I want you please to underline the word asleep, and by the word asleep, write the word dead. So Paul is saying, I don't want you to be ignorant brothers concerning them which are dead, that you sorrow not, even as others which have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, everybody say, I believe that Jesus died and rose again. Even so them also which sleep or which are dead in Jesus will God bring with him. Now everybody read verse 15. Look in your Bible please and read verse 15. For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord. Can you say, say with me by the word of the Lord. It's not the word of Glenn. It's not the word of a man. Some people, some people who are anti-rapture will tell you that this was, this was a concoction of John Nelson Darby. No, 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 no. This is by the word of the Lord. Can you lift up your hands and say the word of the Lord? That we which are alive and remain. Everybody read with me now. Say, that we which are alive and remain until the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout and with the voice of an archangel and with the trump of God. And the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be what? Caught up. Lift up your hands and look at your neighbor and say, say at any moment now. You will be caught up. Now, what by the word caught up, I want you please to write this word down. It's the Latin word rapturo, and it's the Greek word harpazo. And then the word from the word rapturo in the Latin, you get the English word the rapture is the rapture. The rapture is the catching away of the church. Let me ask you a question today, this morning, as you're, those of you watching me right now, how many of you say with me, I am part of the church? Can I see your hands? Uh, lift up your hands and say, I am part of the church. Now let me say this to you. You may be in church and not be in Christ, but you cannot be in Christ and not be in church. Uh, let me say that again. You can be in church and not be 
in Christ, but you cannot be in Christ and not be in church. Can you say amen to that? All right, it says, Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. I need you please to underline that. So shall we ever be with the Lord. Look at what it didn't say. It didn't say, So shall we ever be with the Lord in heaven, but you'll be with the Lord wherever he is. Are you listening? Because it's coming back to the earth. It's called the millennial reign. Can you say amen? Somebody say hallelujah. Look at verse 18. It says, wherefore comfort one another with these words. Now, let me give you the background of this uh, epistle that Paul wrote to the first Thessalonians. Which, by the way, the uh, scholars will tell you that was the first epistle that the apostle Paul wrote. And it had to do with the second coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. So the first epistle that the apostle Paul wrote uh, was talking about the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. Can you say amen? amen. Now, here's the problem that these people in Thessalonica was having. That Scholars tell us that, they can't make up their mind really, that Paul went, spent either three weeks or three months in the, in the place called Thessalonica and he planted the church there. Be that as may, whether it was three weeks or three months, but he was there. And he planted the church. And the time that he spent there, he, he preached the coming of the Lord so hard you know, when I got born again, the very first message which I ever heard in my life, I was about seven, eight years old, was about the return of the Lord Jesus Christ. It is unfortunate today how in the church today, many churches, spirit-filled, Pentecostal churches, we don't even talk about the return of the Lord Jesus Christ. But I want to tell you right now, ladies and gentlemen, every one of you listen to me right now, in Louisville, in Jacksonville, and all over the world, the King is coming back. Can you lift up your hands and say, the King is coming back. Look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor, Jesus is coming. Are you ready for the Lord Jesus? Are you ready for the Lord Jesus? And you see, the, uh, when he preached the coming of the Lord so hard that the people, the saints in Thessalonica, right, got overly excited about Jesus coming back. But then as time began to uh, transpire and expire, and some of the people in the church began to die. So they began to be worried and think, did we miss the coming of the Lord? Did we miss the return of the Lord? Are we going to miss the return of the Lord? And what's going to happen to the people who are dead and were waiting for the coming of the Lord? You see, many times we don't understand that the coming, the, the return of the Lord Jesus Christ in the earth is going to be in two phases. I need you to understand that. I need you to write this down in your notes. Those of you watching me right now, the return of the Lord Jesus Christ upon the earth is going to be in what? Two phases. Number one, the first phase is called the rapture of the church. Lift up your hands and say with me, the rapture of the church. Now, what is the rapture of the church? called the catching away of the church. Amen. Can you say the catching away of the church? And that can happen at any moment. There are no prophecies that need to be fulfilled. The rapture can happen today. It can happen tonight. It can happen tomorrow. Can you say amen? When you least expect it, it can happen. Look at your neighbor and point your anointed finger at your neighbor and ask him this question. Are you ready for the rapture of the church? 
Are you ready for the rapture of the church? Now, while we do not know the timing of the rapture, we know the timing of the second coming of the Lord because the second coming of the Lord is going to happen seven years after the rapture. That seven-year period is called the tribulation period, which will be divided into two phases, the first three and a half years and the second and a half years. The second half of the three and a half years of the seven years is called the great tribulation. Are you listening to me, somebody? And it's called Jacob's trouble. Are you listening? Now, I want you to understand. I want you to write this down. The rapture of the church is a reference to the church. Are you listening? Whereas the second coming, which is known officially as the parousia. Everybody say parousia. P-A-R-O-U-S-I-A. The parousia means the official return of the Lord Jesus Christ upon the earth. Now, listen to me very carefully here. I want you please to write this down. I'm going to give you the difference between the rapture and the second coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. In fact, uh, the Bible calls the rapture of the church the blessed hope. Lift that your, put your hand on your heart and say, with me, we have blessed hope. Yes. Come on, point your finger and say, we have blessed hope. What's the blessed hope? Is the rapture of the church. Now, look in your Bible, please, in 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and verse 51. 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and verse 51 till verse 53. It says, Behold, I show you a mystery. Everybody say mystery. mystery. All right. And we shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed. Now lift up your hands and say with me, listen to me now. Some of you here, amen, we're not going to die. Are you listening? Praise God. But we will all be changed. Uh, come on, look at your neighbor and say, you will change. You will change. You know what's going to happen? You know how you will change? The Bible tells you in a moment, in a twinkling of an eye. Glory to God. At the last trump, for the trumpet shall sound and the dead shall be raised incorruptible and we shall all be changed. For this corruptible must put on incorruption and this mortal must put on evil mortality in the rapture of the church everybody say the rapture of the church another synonymous term for the rapture of the church is called the resurrection it's called what now the resurrection so when people tell you i don't believe in the rapture they don't believe in the resurrection are you listening because rapture and resurrection are what synonymous now what is the difference between the rapture and uh, the actual second coming so remember, it's two phases. Listen to me very carefully here. Every one of you, young boy, young girl, listen to me right now. You need to understand that Jesus Christ is coming back. Jesus is coming back. Now, in the rapture, Jesus does not come to the earth. He comes in the clouds and in the air. And he comes for his saints. Those who are in Christ, those who are washed in the blood of the Lamb, those who are born again, then they will be caught up. Can you say amen? amen. So say that with me. Say, in the rapture, in the rapture. Jesus, Jesus comes, comes for his church, for his saints. But in the second coming, he comes back with his saints. Amen. Can you say amen? amen? So in the rapture, he comes 
for his saints, but in the second coming, he comes back with his saints. In the rapture of the church, in the rapture, not everybody will see him. In the rapture of the church, only those who are born again, only those who are washed in the blood of the Lamb, only those who are in Christ will see him. Are you listening? The world will not see him. But in the second coming, every eyes will see him. Can you say amen? amen? A human being on the face of the earth, whether you are in the far corner of China, or you are in Alaska, or you are in South Africa, or you are in Greenland, every eyes will see the second coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. Can you say amen? Can you say amen? Now write this down, please. Let me give you another contrast, please. Write this down. Write this down, please. <clears throat> the rapture of the church is the end of the church age. The, the rapture of the church is what? End of the church age and the beginning of the tribulation period. Write this down, please. The rapture of the church, ladies and gentlemen, write this down please, is the end of what we call the age of grace or the church age, and now God deals with Israel. The seven-year tribulation is called Jacob's trouble. It's not called the church's trouble. Are you listening? That's called the, that's called the fulfillment. Of Daniel's 70th week. Are you listening? God has to deal with Israel. Now write this down please. Write this down please. Thank you Jesus. <clears throat> so in the rapture it is the. After the rapture is the beginning of the tribulation period. In the second coming is the beginning of the millennial reign of Christ. I need you to write this down. The rapture. Is what after the rapture is what? The beginning of the tribulation period. But in the second coming of the Lord Jesus, when he returns physically and actively on the face of the earth, that will be the beginning of the millennial reign of Christ. Can you say amen? Now, write this down, please. Thank you, Jesus. Write this down. <clears throat> in the rapture, Jesus comes for the church. In the second coming, in the parousia, he comes for Israel. Why? Because after the rapture of the church, the Antichrist will have a seven-year treaty. Are you listening? All the Islamic nations, all the Muslim nations, will have a, they'll, they'll, he will broker a peace agreement, a peace treaty with all the Islamic nations and then with Israel. And Israel will, will think, is great. Are you listening? And all the world uh, population will think this guy is great. He has brought peace to the world. But halfway through that uh, seven year period he will break the treaty. He will stop the daily sacrifice and he will sacrifice a pig on the altar. Then he will walk into the Holy of Holies and call himself God. And this is why, this is when Israel will balk and Israel will back down from him. But because Israel balked at that and does not receive him as God, then all the Islamic nation, all Egypt, Syria, Jordan, and, 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 and Sudan, and all the other nations along with Russia and China will all end 
aim their guns or aim all their weapons against Israel, Israel to annihilate Israel. Are you listening? And it looked like America is not going to be involved either. We're going to be against them because we've been deceived by the world system. Are you listening? But everybody is going to be is going to be going against Israel. And the Bible tells you within that period of the great tribulation, two third, two third of Israel will die. Are you listening? Two third of Israel's population will die. That's a lot of people to die. And then all the guns are pointing towards them in the valley of Megiddo. Are you listening? That's what we call it, the battle of Armageddon. Are you hearing me say so? And so all of a sudden it looks like Israel is not going to make it. Israel is not going to survive. But all of a sudden, glory be to God, CNN's going to be there, Fox going to be there, NBC, MSNBC are all going to be there, BBC, and all the world's news going to be there to watch the extermination of Israel. Israel, but all of a sudden they will have to look up in the sky. There's someone coming, glory to God. He's riding on a white horse. He's got a cloak dipped in blood, and behind him is his saints. It's the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords riding down. And the Bible says Israel will look at it and say, look, look at the one that we, we rejected. Look at the one that we, we pierce his hands, we pierce his side, we pierce his feet. The one that we rejected is coming to redeem us. Let me tell you people, let me tell you right now, ladies and gentlemen, Jesus is coming again. Jesus is coming again. And this time when he comes to Jerusalem, he's not coming riding on a donkey. He's coming riding on a white horse. This time he's not going to get crucified, but this time he's going to crucify his enemies. Can you shout hallelujah? Can you lift up your hands and say, Jesus is coming. Come on, point your finger at your neighbor and tell him, Jesus is coming. Are you ready for Jesus? Let me ask you a question today. You're watching me by television right now and on Facebook. Are you ready for the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ? Now let me say this to you. I want you, I want you to listen to me very carefully here. The early church was birthed by a sound. There came a sound from heaven. Right? On the day of Pentecost. And the church is going to end with the sound of a trumpet. It began with a sound from heaven. And it's going to end with a sound from heaven. Now listen to me very carefully here, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, Jesus. Before the rapture, you and I, we are living pre-rapture. Yes, sir. After the rapture, it's called tribulation. Pre-rapture, we live for Christ. But if you miss the rapture, Woo. you're going into tribulation. And those of you who've got one foot in the world and one foot in the church... Those of you playing games with your salvations. If you miss the rapture, that means you know that your mama that told you about Jesus, your brother, your sister that told you about Jesus serving God, in the twinkling of an eye, they've been taken out. Amen. And you will say to yourself, Mama was right. Grandma was right. My brother was right. My sister was right. 
And I've been left behind. Let me tell you what's going to happen when you've been left behind. The Antichrist system will force you to try to take the mark of the beast on your hands and on your forehead. And if you don't take it, you know what's going to, you know what the penalty is? They're going to cut off your head. That shows you something. Who would have thought in the, in, in the 21st century that beheading would be a normal thing? We thought, whenever, we, we thought that was 18th, 17th, 16th century reality. But then when ISIS came up on the scene, you saw how that religion, which the world is trying to sell us this God, that is a religion of peace. It is not. It is not. And they are the only one that believe in the beheading of the head. That tells you that in the, in the days of the tribulation, Islam will be in the ascendancy. And you can see it right now working its way in America. You can see it working its way in, the, in Europe. You can see it working its way all over Africa and all over Asia. Because it's going to be in the ascendancy. And if you don't take the mark of the beast, because the only way you can buy and sell is by having the mark of the beast on your forehead and on your forehead. But because those who have, left be, who have been left behind know better, they will refuse to take it. And you know what happens next? Execution. So let me tell you this. Pre-rapture, you live for Christ. After the rapture, you die for Christ. So the choice is yours today. The choice is yours today. Will you live for Jesus? Young man, young lady, will you live for Jesus? Or will you miss the rapture? You say, there's no chance I'll miss the rapture. Oh, yes, there is. Oh yes, don't let, the, don't let the world fool you. If you believe, if you, don't let preachers fool you. If you, believe in, if you believe in statistics, let's take it from Jesus. Jesus said, two men shall be in the field, one shall be taken away, one will be left behind. Two shall be in the bed, one shall be taken away, and one will be left behind. Two women shall be grinding, and one shall be left behind, and one shall be taken away. Five foolish virgins, and five wise virgins. That tells you what? One and one, one and one. One, one and one, five and five, fifty percent. That tells you right now that the, the statistics are that fifty percent that call themselves Christians today will miss the rapture of the church. The question I want to ask you, young man, young lady, every one of you here under the sound of my voice, Jacksonville and Louisville, are you part of the fifty percent that will miss the rapture of the church? That is a Jesus statistics. 50%. And you think that you're all right. You've got one foot in the world and one foot in the church. No, 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 no. The Bible tells you, pray that you're counted worthy when that day appears. Put your hand on your heart. Say, oh God, I pray that I'm deemed to be worthy to be going away in the rapture of the church. Are you listening to me now? Yes, sir. Now, let me tell you this. This reminds me, when I was young, and I was talking to Rosianna about it this week, a preacher on, the gospel, on, on TV was talking about it and reminded me. I said, yeah, I remember this. I remember when I was young. I want you to listen to me very carefully here. I heard from two preachers. They were recounting their vision that God gave them. 
And one of them, let me give you the first one before I give you the second one. The second one is even more fearful. The Bible tells you it's a fearful thing to fall in the hand of the living God. Listen to me very carefully here, ladies and gentlemen. This preacher of the gospel had a vision from God. And one angel took him to the gates of hell. My friends, hell is, hell is real. Yes, sir. We know exactly where hell is right now. It's in the center core of the earth. Uh -huh. Center core of the earth. And he stood at the gates of hell with an angel. And he saw a lake of fire. Like a volcano that has been erupted in the lava. Uh -huh. He saw the flame and the fire. And he saw people climbing on top of each other. In the flames. And then he saw the same people climbing on top of people's head. And going through the flames. Put the hands in the flame. And pulling the heads of people. Looking up and putting them down. Picking up their head. Looking at it. And dropping them. Looking at it and dropping them. And that man of God said, what are they doing? What are they doing? And the angel said, they are looking for the priest. They are looking for the preachers. They are looking for the pastors that told them hell didn't exist. That told them that they're okay to live alternate lifestyle. That told them that everything is okay. You don't need to be born again. They were looking for this priest and the pastors. Uh, you're the one that told me I'm okay. You're the one that told me I do not need to repent. You're the one that told me you can live the way you want to live. Let me tell you right now, if you happen to cross this channel today, I will not be that preacher. I will tell you right now, you need to get right with God or get left behind. I will tell you right now, there is only one way to heaven. And that is through the Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man can go to the Father but by me. Are you listening? And I want to tell you right now. That tells us right now that 50% among us here today may not make it. I don't want you to miss it. I don't want you to miss it. I don't want your blood on my head. Louisville, I don't want your, head, your blood on my head. My hands must be clean from your blood. I've got to let you know that there's all way to get to heaven that is through the Lord Jesus Christ no one died for you the Pope didn't die for you Virgin Mary didn't die for you the saints didn't die for you Allah didn't die for you Muhammad didn't die for you Krishna didn't die for you only one came from glory and he came down in the form of a man his name was Jesus he's Emmanuel God with us and he died for us to set you free Who will miss the rapture? And who will make the rapture? Louisville, 50% of you may not make it to the rapture. Jacksonville, 50% of you may not make the rapture. I pray to God it's none of you here today. Amen. Pray to God it's none of you here today. Pray to God that none of your children face the great tribulation. We've got to live for Jesus. Can you lift up your holy hands and say, we'll live for Jesus. Amen. 
which reminds me of the second vision. The second vision. Hallelujah. There was the, this happened in the 50s. A man of God was reading his Bible about midnight. About midnight he was reading his Bible. And his was under his stairs. And all of a sudden as he was reading his Bible underneath, underneath his stairs, he felt a presence standing by him. And that voice spoke to him and said, you don't believe anything in that book. Then call it the Bible. Call it the book. You don't believe anything in that book. He says, when he heard that voice, a cold chill came on him, came all over him. And he turned aside to look at that voice. He said, I saw a personality. And at the same time, Paul, go ahead. At the same time, he heard a noise. He heard a sound. He heard a sound. That sounded like a train. A train coming down with all the bells. He heard a sound. He heard the bells. He heard the whistle. A train coming from a distance. He said, I heard, I turn, I look around. I saw the train coming from a distance. There's a train heading your way. There's a train heading your way. Steve Kent, Prue, Barry, Rachel, Lisa. There's a train heading our way. Michelle's a train heading our way. Sarge, there's a train heading your way. Carlos. There's a train heading our way. He said what he thought was bells and whistles. As the train came near, he could understand this was the scream of the condemned. The scream of the damned. And that train came and stopped by him. And that creature looked at him and said, step on that plane. And as he stepped on that plane, ladies and gentlemen, that, plane, that train began to move. That train was moving. And there was flames on that train, ladies and gentlemen. That flame was trying to catch him and get a hold of him, but it couldn't. He walked to the, fir- he walked to the front of the coach. He walked to the front of the coach, the front of the car. And he saw a man. He saw a man sitting there. He saw a man sitting there, ladies and gentlemen. And the man turned back and looked at him. And said to him, tell that creature, I am not my brother's keeper. I am not my brother's keeper. And he realized who he just saw. I saw Cain. Cain. The first son of the human creation, Adam and Eve. At the time of the offering, Abel brought a blood offering to God. But but Cain didn't believe in the way of the blood. Cain brought 
of the fruit of his hands. And that is what religion is. It's the fruit of your hands. But let me tell you right now, God rejected the offering of Cain because you cannot get to heaven by your own works. You cannot get to heaven by your religion. You cannot get to heaven by your, by your, by your conduct and by you observing the law. The only way you're going to make it to heaven is by being washed and covered with the blood of Jesus. Cain rejected the way of the blood. Who will miss the rapture? Every sinner, every person that refuse the blood of Christ. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Faith Lift Radio Podcast. For more information about Dr. Glenn and how to offer your financial support, log on to glenarecchion.org.